Welcome to the Renew Life Church podcast. No matter what situation we find ourselves facing, we know that God wants to speak clearly to us. So wherever you're listening from today, we want to thank you for being here. Grab a cup of coffee and join us as we tune in to our Sunday conversation. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Church Online. Uh, obviously, this is not how we saw, I think, a lot of things that are happening right now. We didn't see coming. And uh, we were we went to church online, then we came back to church, and we went back to church online. It's been, uh, it's been bizarre, to say the least, but we're glad to be here. Uh, this has been one of the... Uh, I've been out of the loop for a while. For those of you who are wondering where we've been, we've been moving. Uh, we went to, we moved to Lubbock, so we're now settling in yeah, in Lubbock, to. Texas. Trying to settle in in Lubbock, Texas. The last three weeks has been... Uh, unique not everything has gone the way we had hoped it would would go and so uh that probably describes a lot of our lives right now but uh, we're just really glad that you're here with us uh we just wanted to kind of gather back up it almost felt like a bit of a start over if i'm that's for me personally it's like we kind of we, we fell into this pandemic where we couldn't meet in churches and all these different things happened and we go to church online and i think there was a part of us that thought okay this will be a season and it'll be over and then we'll just ramp right back up and everything will be just just be hunky-dory yeah uh so we did. We started did, services again, and it didn't happen. <laughs> and uh, but y'all, honestly, unbelievable times we live in. Uh, even this last week, we were we were driving from Lubbock on a Saturday afternoon yeah. to come down here to get ready for church, all excited, and had our kids in the car. And uh, if you didn't see it on, on our Instagram post or any of our social media, just really had had some things start to come up in our spirit. Where we're like, okay, something's not right. Something doesn't just quite feel feel quite right. And mm-hmm. To the best of our ability, and we're going to talk about more this more today, but to the best of our ability in this whole season, we're just trying to keep our ear to the sky saying, Lord, not what is everybody else doing or culture doing, not what do you want us to do? What's the right thing? What's the wise thing to do yeah. uh, in this season? There's so many question marks. And so uh, we had several volunteers um, that were coming, calling in, couldn't make it because of some mm-hmm. symptoms and stuff. I wasn't feeling she good. She wasn't feeling, you wouldn't feel good. I actually, uh, I actually spent some time with someone who was tested positive. And so I, last couple weeks ago, I had to go through the whole process of uh, staying at home, then going and get tested, came back negative. And uh, so we, we were doing the best we could to lead with wisdom. Uh, but I don't think any of us at this table would say, oh, we got this. You guys just watch and hide and watch. We got this. You know? yeah, we know uh, exactly yeah, what to do. We know do. exactly what to do. <laughs> Not where we're at. But uh, I do believe, uh, all jokes aside, I do believe that although in the natural, that's where a lot of us feel right now. And as natural human beings, even, as, even though we've been called to lead as church leaders, uh, we, we can feel so inadequate. Yeah. We can feel so, in fact, I love what you said. Uh, you were talking about a uh, Bill Johnson quote earlier, uh, and you were talking about when you feel the most inadequate, sometimes that actually is what qualifies you for a kingdom mm-hmm. position. So we must be really qualified for kingdom so positions because we do not feel qualified. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah. we're going to talk about this some today. I actually believe that even though in the natural, there's, there's so much going on. Which side are you? Which side of the aisle are you on politically, or with the racial divide that's going on in our country, and with so many different things? Are you going to wear a mask, or are you not going to wear a mask? All this stuff, and it's it's just really important to us that we start say, you know what? We don't have the natural answers. We must spend time in that secret place yeah. with the Lord, because the answers in Him, yeah. the answers with Him, the answers by the Spirit, and um, and and that's really what we're trying to do here. So. Uh, first of all, I just I appreciate you watching. I appreciate you joining us uh, online again. This is not how I want to do church. Right. This is not how any of us want to do church. Right. I'm ready to see people. I'm ready to be plugged in with other people. 
but um, but this is also what we have right now. This is what we have. This is what we get. This is what we have. It's like if we we can be. um, We were actually talking about this earlier, but like we can be very much annoyed and frustrated with what we're getting, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, we have to choose to continue to pursue God Mm -hmm. in the time that we're in right now. And if this is the only way we can pursue God, take it and run with it. Be thankful for it. I, I remember when this whole thing first started there were uh, we were there was a lot of people myself included um kind of complaining about the zoom calls and all the online oh, yeah. stuff and i, I got, that feels got, like that was three years ago i know it feels forever ago <laughs> and i'm still annoyed with zoom calls like, i don't want to go back to that but i remember seeing posts with people who are missionaries in other countries mm-hmm. and are um working with with church members that are doing underground yeah, church yeah. movements mm-hmm. they've been doing zoom for years years why because yep. this is what they had yeah, to work so with yeah. And they said, I don't care what it is, whatever I can get to yeah. pursue God, I'm going to use yes. that yeah. avenue. Yeah. And I just think that that during this time, we, we, we have to have, myself included, a different perspective. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, if we keep, if we keep comparing, I think, mm-hmm. I think that comparison is, is an enemy to our soul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we keep comparing what, if you compare online church to in-person church, online mm-hmm. church will lose every time. Yeah. But what happens whenever you compare online church to no church? Yeah. What what in other words, what perspective do yes. we actually have in this time of of it, it really boils down to um, am I do I have a heart of comparison or do I have a heart of gratefulness? Yes. Well, and am I grateful you, for what we have? And as you were saying that, all of a sudden I heard that the scripture, but the heart of that song. This is the day. This is the day. <laughs> that the Lord has <laughs> I will Here sing. We, we don't do worship right now, but we will give you some. Well, but it's I like think, I think overall too. It's just I'm we're just so thankful that God. We've said this, and we could we've said this over and over and over. But His presence is not limited to a building. Yeah, His presence yeah. is is where we gather. Is where we we yeah. were just praying before we started this yeah. this broadcast. We lift up the name of Jesus and he draws off. We don't have to do the work. We just come into his presence and he shows up. And so I'm so thankful that even when we make it a priority to gather around our laptop or our TV screens, he's there. He's always there. I would even encourage you like right now, just even as you're listening to us talk, you know, there... There's moments when we listen with our physical ears, but there's also something that happens on the inside of us. As you were saying that I was doing this, just take a moment right now and even, and just turn your spirit towards him. Mm. Maybe a a way to say that, turn your heart towards him. Mm -hmm. You'll, I can feel him right now. If you just, if you just stop and you just think about, you realize that his word is 100% true. Mm -hmm. And he says, where two or more are gathered. And they don't, we don't have to be in the same building. Mm -hmm. Two or more like, like if you're watching and there's four of us here, yeah. there's there's two or more. He's in the midst. Yeah. He so. inhabits the praises of his people. We are literally, when we are tuning in to his word and putting him first, we're praising him. Therefore, he's inhabiting. So if you'll, I just can so feel him right now. Yeah. Turning my my ear and my spirit towards him, he's he's so near. And yeah. he's, he's just, he's close. Well, think about that hymn. I, the Lord showed me this year's gone. Make sure I get the words right. But. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look full in his wonderful ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Mm-hmm. It's real easy to turn our eyes on everything else. And what ends up happening is when we turn our eyes towards it, whatever it is, it's somehow getting glorified. Yeah. 
But when we turn our eyes, eyes towards him, all that other stuff gets dim. And he's all of a sudden getting the glory he deserves. Yeah. He's back in that place that he belongs in, in our heart, in our mind, in our lives, in our marriage, in our finances, in our business, in, in our physical bodies. He's back in that place. And uh, I just that's a good word. We, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I'm really glad to be here. Uh, again, like it's been three weeks since we've been on on, on with you guys. And, and, and I, let me just say this. We're super excited what God's doing even in Lubbock. If you're watching from Lubbock, I know there's some people that have already started tuning in. Uh, it is absolutely incredible, actually mind-boggling what God's doing just in our ministry. Mm-hmm. And uh, to see what he's doing, you know, we're there getting settled in. Uh, we've wanted to start having some meetings, but obviously with, with the things we haven't been able to do that. But uh, God's doing something supernatural mm-hmm. here. He's doing something bigger than than in any of us individually. He's actually doing something that's as big as all of us together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's happening. And uh, so again, we're really glad that you're, you're watching. The next couple of weeks, uh, we're gonna be just like this. In fact, uh, we can't even lie. Like we're gonna finish this one and then start another one. So I'm gonna wear the exact same clothes next Sunday. But you won't notice. You won't notice. <laughs> you won't notice. <laughs> but uh, there, is, there is something that I, I feel like we're supposed to talk about. If you got your Bibles and you're following along, turn to Luke chapter 12. Um, we're going to start in verse 49 and this scripture, this, this is going to sound super spiritual. I'm actually not this spiritual, but it came to me at 430 in the morning uh, just because I was not sleeping well. So it wasn't like I was up at four, like I am every Praying, day seeking sorry. the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, didn't, that didn't happen. But uh, I just want to read this scripture. It actually starts off when I was texting the team early this morning. I was like, hey, this is the direction. This is going to be the launching pad for everything we've been talking about. Or, or the things we've said we wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I really thought this was the launching pad. And Cody sent me one of those emoji with the big eyes. I was like, oh, it comes out yeah, of the gate. Direction. Yeah, it comes out of the gate hot. Why hot? But it, <laughs> it, it, it calms down a little bit. Uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 49. Jesus speaking to a multitude here. And I'm reading out of the, the New Living Translation. Uh, I just love the way it said some of the things it said. It says, I have come to set the world on fire, and I wish it were already burning. This is Jesus speaking. I have a terrible baptism of suffering ahead of me and I'm under a heavy burden until I accomplish it. Do you think I've come to bring peace to this earth? No, I've come to divide people against each other. This just does not sound like the Jesus we were taught about in Sunday school. Right. Right? Like, wait a minute, what are we, what are we doing here, Jesus? <laughs> okay. Verse 52, from now on, families will be split apart. Three in favor of me, two against. Two in favor, three against. Father will be divided against son, son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother. And mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. When we were reading this today, it's like, it just feels like this is a bit descriptive of some of the things we're going through as a country. Mm-hmm. There's, all, there's this incredible divide. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's this incredibly incredible gap between in humanity. And I think sometimes it's really easy to think, well, that's just, that's the world. The world's dividing. It could be. And in some cases, yes, that's true. In other cases, what if God's putting a dividing line and saying, hey, I need to get some things straightened up. Mm-hmm. What if, what if he's straightening some things out? What if he's got some, I just want you to entertain this. What if he has a part to play in all this? What, I'm not saying he's, I'm not saying he's re- responsible for any of the death, the destruction. The Bible's very clear, John 10. It's the thief that comes to kill, to steal, and destroy. He's not killing. He's not stealing. He's not destroying. He's not behind any of that. But he's using this season. I know with all my heart, he's using this season to get some things. I think he's helping us discern some things and decide, okay, what, what are we doing here? I think it gets a little more clear as we keep reading. He said, then Jesus turned to the crowds and said, when you see clouds beginning to form in the West, you say, here comes a shower. And you're right. When the South winds blow, you say, today will be a scorcher. And it is. You fools. The New King James and several others say, you hypocrite. 
good old Jesus, just being a good old pastor, calling people <laughs> names. He said, you fools, you know how to interpret the weather signs of the earth and the sky. And this is what I want to talk about today. But you don't know how to interpret the present times. You don't know how. He called them hypocrites. He called them fools. Why? Because they were unable to determine and interpret. The, the, the New King James and several other translations say discern. You may have heard that phrase. Discern the times and the seasons. He says you don't know how. You don't know how to do that. If Jesus is scolding people for not knowing how to do something, he's not an unjust person. He's not a bad father. You know, he's not like that. That means we should have the ability to interpret what's going on. Yeah. Somewhere on this planet or somewhere else in a third, another heaven or something, we should have the ability to lean into something. And I want to talk about that today. Yeah. Lean into something where we have more answers. You heard me say that earlier. We have more answers than we have questions. Yeah. We, we actually, you know, we talked about this, is the gifts of the Spirit, the discernment, which the, another translation uses the word, you don't know how to discern the present times. Mm -hmm. There's actually no such thing as the gift of discernment. There's the gift of discerning of spirits. Mm -hmm. you'll, not under, you'll not have discernment if you're not spiritual. Mm -hmm. Discernment apart from the spirits, just knowledge. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my goodness, we're inundated with knowledge right now. And if you think about this, you know, which do I believe? Do I believe this side or this side? Or is this what's going on with COVID? Is COVID some mastermind scheme and the masks are some mastermind scheme? Like, There's all this knowledge coming. If all you have is knowledge, you'll never have a God answer. But he wants us to have discernment, the discerning of spiritual things where we have the ability to go inward and say, okay, Lord, there's a thousand people saying a thousand different things, but what are you saying? What are you saying? We, we have to get to that place. It's the discerning, the gift is the discerning of spirits. We have to get internal where the spirit of God exists. When we were born again, when you were born again, God joined your, when he cleansed your spirit, joined your, your spirit with the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit dwells in you. And, and scripture even goes on to say he can come upon you. There's a baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is where these gifts come from. So you've got the Holy Spirit involved in everything that you're doing. And he has a role to lead and to guide into all truth. Truth. That means all truth. That's the Greek word, all. It means all. Yeah. <laughs> all truth. That's a preacher joke. Yeah. He has that ability. That's what he's there. He's to lead and guide us into all truth. He's to show us things to come. Mm -hmm. And with the, all those things I just said in that scripture, I think it's time for us to say, hey, we need to we need to start having some real answers. Let's not get rattled as believers right now. We don't need to get rattled. Man, I, I can't believe, I can't believe, I can't believe. What's going on? We need to ask ourselves some questions like, wait, what is the spirit of God saying? Mm -hmm. which means the Spirit of God has to get more airtime yep. than Fox Everything News. Else, yeah. The Spirit of God has to get more airtime than CNN yeah. or Trump addressing the nation or Instagram yeah. or your mother-in-law that apparently is the new expert for the CDC. And she's like, well, I'm going to tell you what's going on here. <laughs> no, all these people that have all this expertise all of a sudden. No, it's the Spirit of God that can lead into all truth. None of those other things. And and so I want to talk about that. And I think the first place I want to start uh, today, because it's real easy to say, okay, let's look at what's going on in this entity. What's going on? Look, let's, let's, let's get wisdom of what's going on in our government. What are they really, what's our government really trying to do? Or why is our church canceling all these things? And it, it's really easy to look outward in, in terms of discernment. But I really think it's important. We've all done this. We've talked about this. In this season, the first thing we felt the Spirit of the Lord lead us to do is to discern what's God trying to do in me right now. Right here. Let's stop worrying about what God's doing and all these other people. Let's, let's stop worrying about all the little splinters in their eye. 
And let's maybe address this big chunk of lumber that's in our own. And let's ask the Lord, say, okay, Lord, maybe you didn't do this, but you're in this and I'm in this. What are you wanting to do in me? What are you doing in me in this season? Uh, Help me interpret the times for me in this season. Keith, why don't you start? Talk about just some of the things you've you're going through. Well, and I love what you just said there because I think all, all of this has to do with seasons. Mm-hmm. We, we, we realize this about God. He works in seasons. This is why it says, you know how to interpret the present mm-hmm. time. I love that. So right here, so what's God doing in me right now? Um, what's what's he dividing in me right now? What When I open up the word of God, what it says, it it it, um, it, it comes in and it divides yeah. right from wrong on the inside yeah. of us. And, I love what you said. When you open the Word of God, yeah, you have to get there. You have to let's start there. <laughs> let's all start there with, with our, our, real, our real Bible. Your real Bible. Um, I don't know. For, for me, in this uh, in this season, I I think the two words that come to mind are frustration and disappointment. Mm. Um, these are the kind of emotions that I've been dealing with in yeah. this time, and what God has really been showing me about about myself um uh, all of you around the table know this uh, but we're we're also moving to lubbock as well yeah and we've just had um <laughs> if i could use this word hell on earth mm-hmm. uh trying to sell our home still not sold yeah. um, nobody's coming to look at it and man me and me and natalie have just been on this journey of like what, what i call a roller coaster of emotions we're yeah. up one day we're down the next we're up one minute down the yeah. next minute if i'm up she's down if if she's down, I'm up. The realtor calls. Hey, we've got an offer. Yeah. It comes in fifty thousand dollars less. Yeah, it's which like, literally happens. And it's like I want to find that guy <laughs> and do pastoral things to him. Lay like, hands on him. Lay, I will lay my hands on that dude. And um, but I, I've also I hope he's listening right now. I actually really hope that. <laughs> yeah, um, but it, it's it's kind of like what I've discovered about myself too is um, how how fickle and fragile um i am mm. and i and i'll even maybe this just makes me feel better but but what i how i believe humanity is yeah let me even break it down even further how i believe believers are yeah mm-hmm. we can be so on a high yeah. of believing yeah. god and in in and in one minute get a a text that's scary or a um, more news coming in that Texas coronavirus is spiking in our city. And it's like, we could be, Oh, we're, we're, we're David out on the battlefield. Why aren't y'all fighting? Why, yeah. why are you letting this guy? And then all of a sudden you, you wish you were eating your peanut butter and jelly sandwich in the ditch hiding from it. <laughs> yeah. You know, literally in, in one second to the next, that's what's been happening to me. And I've, I've just, the Lord's really been, been kind of showing me the importance of declaration mm-hmm. being in the word. Um, and more recently, what I, you kind of alluded to this early, uh, earlier, but more than anything else, if, if, if I am not spending intentional time mm-hmm. in the presence of God, yeah. and, when I, and that's such a, let me, let me break that down. If I'm not spending time with my Bible open, reading this word, yeah. praying to him, yeah. to having moments of silence where he's speaking or just having moments of silence where nobody's yeah. speaking, listening to worship. Yeah. That's what I mean by presence of God. If I'm not doing that intentionally, yeah. what I notice is that I'm on life's roller coaster and it gets to take me wherever it wants to take me. Yeah. The, the text message that comes in gets to yeah. take me wherever it wants to take me. The news that comes in gets to take me wherever it wants to take me. But if I, in just 10, 15 minutes, yeah. in, in the presence of God, spending time with him, what I, what I realize is it literally gives me a baseline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gives me a foundation. 
where where my life can be on rocky soil yeah. and that frustrated and disappointment comes every single day. Oh, I'm really shaky. I get in the presence and get in intentionally with him. It's like he shares it all up. Yeah. And then when things come, <clears throat> I now I'm now beginning to see see it with his eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to feel it with with the fruits of the spirit. Yeah, that's yeah. the manifestation of the presence. Yeah. yeah. So good. Him. Yep. The fruits, yeah. love, joy, peace, yeah. patience. What What do I need in a time of frustration? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do I need in a time of disappointment? Maybe his love yeah. or some flipping joy. That would be <laughs> nice. Flipping joy, it's a new fruit. It's We're going to add that fruit. Flipping joy is <laughs> like, it's good. It's juicy fruit. I literally just thought of a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> joy is yeah. like syrup all over it. But you as know? you were saying this, I love this. As you were saying, I just got an image. Uh, you were talking about you're up one day, you're down the next. Yeah. You're up one day, you're down the next. And then you talk about how time in the word is like this baseline. Mm-hmm. I just saw this line going right through the middle of those waves. There you go. That baseline eliminates the low lows. Mm-hmm. It eliminates those low lows where you almost just like Can't it's you it, feel yeah. like I just it's too low for me to get out. Yep. The Bible says in this world you're going to have trouble. Yep. There's sure. going to be tests, but it's almost like those tests when they they start down they should hit the baseline of that yeah. word. They mm-hmm. should hit the baseline of what you've been spending time so discovering in the presence, so that you don't get down there so far. I think that's what a lot of people are actually dealing with. Yeah. It's those really really wow. those really really low lows, and mm-hmm. I think you'd I, I I shouldn't say I'll admit this. I bet some others would as well. We have a built-in Bible reading program. It's called We Have a Job. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have a job. We have to preach messages. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's interesting because I've noticed at times, it's like, I'll find out, do I only just get in the Word when I have a message to preach? Mm-hmm. Or is getting in the Word a way to get in relationship with my Savior? Yep. Yeah. Get in relationship with my Father. Mm-hmm. Get to know that Holy, Holy Spirit. Is that what I'm doing it for? And I think in this season, that's one of the things that like, I'm, I'm right there with you. You get challenged, like, hang on just a second. Are you intentionally getting back in, in, the, in the presence of God? I love that. Tell, tell me a little bit about you, because I love what, I want to close with, I know what you're going to say, so I'm going to close with what she sure. has to say. No, I think it's been, an, it hasn't been a hard season. I'm just going to be honest. Like, <laughs> we were joking about we it. Joking. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, but no, everything's still so and good. I'm not trying to be that guy, but literally like we... Yeah, be that guy. We had, <laughs> yeah, it's literally like living on this side of, it's literally just the favor of God. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I know we all have access to it and we all encounter it, but literally like this season for us has been, it's been maybe the best season of our life. That's so cool. I mean, like some radical healing took place. We found out we're pregnant with our fourth. Come on. Let another little girl come in. We sold our house the very first day that we put it on the market. Y'all want, y'all want to hold hands? So, yeah. I'm so really happy for you about that too. We actually sold it the first day it was on the market for more per square foot than it was going for in December. Oh my goodness. Wow. And like that just shouldn't happen. Yeah. We wow. actually were told or suggested that we put it on for 20000 less than we actually did. Yeah. And I was like, I just don't feel like that's right. I don't feel like that's the right number. We're going to go 20,000 more. And then we got over that too. Oh my and so like, it's just been an incredible season for us. But what God's been showing me in all of this is there's still work to do. Right? Mm-hmm. Even in your best season, there's mm-hmm. still something to sharpen up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what he's been talking to me about a lot is I just found myself, one, I found myself praying. Mm-hmm. Like we've, we've been filming, having to go to filming. Um, all these messages and so I've, I've found myself interceding on on behalf of whoever's talking yeah. uh, whoever's teaching 
But the interesting thing about this season is my prayers have been way different mm. because English words in prayer is normally what you use mm -hmm. and they were not coming to me. Mm -hmm. It was like, and we even talked about that yeah. in the office, like, dude, I'm experiencing the same thing. It's, it's like, I can't crazy. pray. Yeah. <laughs> and so I found myself praying things in the spirit, praying things in the in tongues that uh, I had never, ever heard come out of my mouth before. Mm -hmm. And I knew instantly by the discerning of spirits, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and I think it's interesting that he didn't say it's just a gift of discernment, mm -hmm. it's a gift of discerning spirits because the spiritual world mm -hmm. is actually more real yes. than what you and I even That's see. Right. That's why he didn't say it's just discernment. It's yeah. discernment of what is actually taking place. Mm -hmm. you know, everything has a spirit behind it. And that's so good. One way or the other. Mm -hmm. And so I know that in the season, I started praying things in the spirit and by the spirit, I was building things up and tearing things down. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any of those things yet. Mm -hmm. But the thing about that in prayer is that just because you can't see it, and, and we're the kind of, most of the time, we're the type of people that, it, or even as a guy, like I love things that are instantly gratifying. Like I want to build something from start to finish, and I don't want to take any breaks because I want to see the finished product. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I've been building things in prayer that I haven't seen yet, and and the Lord hasn't given me the okay wow. to stop praying yet. Yeah. Um, I don't think He ever will. Yeah. And one of the ways that He's confirming this is for probably the last like two months, I've been seeing double, num triple numbers on the clock. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So for probably two months, I've been seeing like. Four to five times a day, I'll see 111, mm. 222, 444, yeah. 555, like all day long. And mm. so when it started, I was like, I, I'm always trying to look for, like, I'm always trying to look for God in something, mm. like not to be the super spiritual, but like, I know he's speaking. Mm. Well, he calls himself the word. Right? That's kind of the concept of the scripture. Yeah. You, you, you don't know how to interpret the present times. If you don't think God's speaking, right. you're not looking for anything to interpret. You're yeah. not looking for anything to discern. Yeah. But when you're thinking God's yes. always speaking, he's always involved yeah. in my life, all of a sudden 222, 333 actually might mean something. Mm -hmm. And if you don't ever let the Lord, Lord, does that mean anything? Mm -hmm. Or am I just crazy? Yeah. If you, I think just the faith to even believe that even op opens yeah. the door. Yeah, and so anytime he was doing it, I was like, Lord, what do you, what do you want? Like, what do you, why are you showing me all these numbers? Mm. And I haven't, I haven't like got into what those numbers mean at that exact time, mm. but I just felt him say, will you please pray? <laughs> like, <laughs> would you just pray? So the other day, my kids were, were all hanging out and I look at the clock and it's 4.54, 4.44. And I tell the kids, hey, it's 4.44, pray. And they're like, <laughs> what? 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 The, the Lord's <laughs> like, I didn't tell them to pray. I, I told, I told, uh, I told uh, we were in a meeting, I was in a meeting with Emily Benz. And the uh, uh, same thing happened. I was like, oh, it's 10, 10, better pray. <laughs> She's like, what are you talking about? Number. <laughs> but I just believe that like, wow. he wants our attention all of the time. Yeah, that's good. I love that. And, and I pray for, if I see it and it's a, and it just turns, I don't know at what point it turns 11, 11 or whatever <laughs> that number is, but I'm just going to pray until it hits the next number. Mm -hmm. Might be 15 seconds, might be 45 seconds. Wow. But I'm just wanting to give him more yeah. than I've given him. And I think that that's, that's the season that he's had us in, is uh, building things in prayer. Yeah. And so even like with Lubbock, you wanna build, you wanna build this, you can't serve right now, start building this thing in prayer. Yeah. Wow, come on. I think he's on it. Well, and that's so what we good. talked about too. Like, there's not a lot that any of us can do. Right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. We've almost it's been so put, put into this place of like, well, I guess I'll pray. Yeah. Well, when when we we should probably be like we should probably pray before we do anything with our hands. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's we my talking. Well, that's that. my journey. I mean, that is. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm naturally a builder. I, I like to I like to build, whether it's organizations or businesses or whatever. I, I'm a natural builder. But what I've learned in the season is that my default mode was to build in my strength, not in his strength. Mm-hmm. And it's really easy to know how you where you give the most credit to. When the pressure comes, what do you want to do first? Yeah. And I've learned this about myself. When when I get distraught, when I get bored or pressure or whatever, I, it's like I, it's strange. Leanne's told me this. She's like, you just fill your schedule up. I'll just start scheduling lunches, scheduling meetings, and and it's almost like I think I subconsciously would, I was subconsciously doing in some way what I was born to do, which is build. Right. And there's been a lot of fruit because of some of that. But I think in this season, again, as I'm trying to interpret the signs, the, the season that I'm in and discern what God's doing in me in this season, well, what do you do when you can't just run to a restaurant? Right. What do you do when you can't just go schedule a meeting because you can't meet with you? Like, what do you do in those moments? And what it forced me to do, again, like you said, it's almost embarrassing to have to say, I had to pray. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, difficult, yeah. But it, it, what it did is it forced me to believe in creating the way the creator creates. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, how did he build everything we know and see here today with words? Yeah. Why do you think it's maybe so important? You take two things. You think it's so important that he's constantly saying, pray, 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 everything pray. We read in Second Chronicles. I, we, we were going to read this later. Second Chronicles 7.14. We believe prophetically that that was what God was saying in this season. If my people who are called by my name will what? Humble themselves and pray. Prayer is this, it's this posture of, of humility. But if you take the, just the scripture talking about pray, pray, pray. Well, think all the way back to the Garden of Eden. God builds a speck of garden and then tells them to create. We were made to finish creation. Mm. We were made to finish creating. He always wanted to co-labor with us. Mm-hmm. And so in times like this, we go, why, why hasn't God done this? Why hasn't God just wiped this thing off the face mm-hmm. of the earth? Why is God letting it? Why, hang on. What if he's saying, why haven't you joined me? Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Why haven't you? Why me? Why not you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's like Adam and Eve saying, wait, Lord, all we get is a garden. Well, no, then, no. Isn't you, that what he said in the garden? He said, I've created you in my image. In my image. The next, the next line, and I've given you dominion. Dominion. Yep. Dominion. So it's like, hang on a second. In this season, in fact, last Sunday, when we, or Saturday, we drove up to, you know, we're going to do church. We had to cancel last minute. And it was like, because of this, I was like, no, you may have, I, I felt like we felt like wisdom was to cancel the service. We just weren't, we just weren't sure about some things. We felt like wisdom was to not be, I was reading an article the other day of, of a church in, in San Antonio and the pastor uh, went ahead and had some services pretty early and 50 people uh, broke out with coronavirus because of that service. They traced it back. One's on a ventilator and they, they interviewed the pastor. You, I think you sent it to me. And it was like, he just says, I so regret some of the things that we did. It's like, so we're trying to use wisdom, but it's like, because of this discerning the times, discerning the seasons for me first, when, when the service got canceled, or at least that service, I was like, no, we're not going to not advance the kingdom today. So what can we do? So as a staff, I sent out a text. Mm-hmm. I'll be at the office in the morning. Anybody that wants to Sunday, come Sunday morning, Sunday morning mm-hmm. I'll meet y'all there Sunday morning. And we spend an hour, hour and a half in prayer mm-hmm. on Sunday morning. It's like, we're, it's kind of like you said to start this off. I may not have a service, mm-hmm. but I have an opportunity to build. Yeah. I just got to do it a little bit different way. When we have those services, I love it. I love gathering in the presence of God. I love the worship. I love the things that happen in those moments. But what I'm, what I'm seeing and what I'm choosing to believe, I, I think I should say, in this season is that God's not going to lose a single day. Mm-hmm. There will not be a day in history that we'll look back and go, man, 
it, Satan just won that one. Yeah. Hmm. I don't want it to be that way, at least for our church. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we, we look at it that way. It's like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, God's going to win, but the score might be like 98, 96 with a buzzer beater. Yep. <laughs> that's actually just not true. It's only true if we let it be true. Yeah. The only dominion the enemy has is the dominion we've given him. Because like yeah. you said, in the garden, he said, I've given you dominion. And then what did Jesus do on the cross? Got up that dominion back for us. Yeah. So we, we're in control. If he wins, it's because we let him win. Mm -hmm. So if service gets canceled, I just encourage you, any area right now, mm -hmm. any area where things are not going your way, you're frustrated, you're disappointed, mm -hmm. you can choose. You can choose to open your mouth and get the victory back. That's right. Yeah. Steal the W at the last That's minute, true. so to yeah. speak. You have the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. and, and I just... Even as you were talking about just all the things, I wanted to share something. The Lord spoke to me right when you started talking a little ago, because we all joked before and you talked about how great a season you're in. And all of a sudden I heard the Lord say, misery loves company, but misery needs hope. Misery needs hope. And I love that I can even feel it. I think y'all feel it too. You said it earlier. You can feel when you get in this atmosphere and you start stirring those things up, all of a sudden stuff just starts shutting away. Faith begins to rise. Hope begins to rise. Courage to be, begins to rise. I believe if you're watching this right now, that's what's happening in you. Your faith is rising. Your courage is rising. Your hope is rising. Your physical symptoms are changing. Your energy is rising. Uh, I even believe that right now there's some, something happening in a marriage right now where the, the being in close quarters with your husband and wife, it's kind of funny, the, the one you're supposed to love and now you're stuck in, the, in, in close quarters with them more than maybe you want to be. There's been things that have popped out, things that you're like, you know what, I, I can't get past this. Uh, I, I even get a sense that in this season, someone, because of, mm, I'm trying to keep my words clean here. Um, you've fallen back into some habits and some things that you had been delivered from and you felt like you were delivered from and you fell back into that pornography, you fell back into that affair, you fell back into something and it's the wife or the husband saying that was the last straw. I just believe with all of my heart, God still wants to do a miracle. God's not done. He's not going to let this be the end of your story. God wants to do a miracle in that marriage. If you're in that situation right now, and this is the second, the third, the fourth time this has happened, I'm just being really honest with you. Typically, I'm like, man, by that time, we might even start looking somewhere else if it's good. No, this is not that. This is a sovereign word from the Lord. He's saying he's, he's going to do a miracle. He's going to do a miracle. Thanks for tuning in today. You can stay connected with Renew Life Church by following us on Facebook or Instagram or by visiting our website at www.renewlifechurch.com. We love you and hope you feel encouraged from this message today.